In this episode, I speak with Sandra Moscato. Sandra is an NLP practitioner and clinical hypnotherapist. Through the use of hypnotherapy and strategic psychotherapy, Sandra teaches people the tools to switch out negative thoughts, beliefs, and behaviors to create new patterns. She focuses on helping people find a solution for what's holding them back in health, work, and relationships. Sandra has worked with hundreds of people to help them overcome challenges with anxiety, low self-esteem, depression, procrastination, phobias, addictions, and weight management. Welcome to the Rare Conversations podcast. I'm Leonie Milano, and I chat with creative entrepreneurs and business owners around the world about what it takes to start, sustain, scale, and sell a business. We talk about real-life scenarios to help you understand the path before you to inspire your journey. I transitioned from working in film, TV, and global events to working with creative entrepreneurs through mindset coaching and mentoring. I'm on a mission to help entrepreneurs embrace the journey, understand themselves better, accelerate their growth, and get the most out of life, making sure they have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. Sandra, it is so lovely to have you join me today. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm very good, Leonie. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really pleased to be here. I am so excited to be talking to you because being a mindset coach, I am obsessed with anything to do with our brain, our thinking, our human behaviors, and getting to speak to a hypnotherapist is really a treat for me. So thank you for being here. Can you tell me, how did you decide to become a hypnotherapist? So that's interesting because um, about, I don't know, like a few years ago, four or five years ago, I was just going around in circles. I had like basically really bad patterns, really bad behaviors, unwanting patterns and behaviors. And I was just going into a spiral in my life. I kept repeating the same patterns, whether it was abusive relationships, toxic, unhappy not happy in my job, but because I didn't have the tools, I was just doing the same thing over and over again until I met this beautiful woman once I've been traveling in France and we started to do a therapy together. And I've always, I've, I've always wanted to work with people. You know, when mm-hmm. I was a kid, I wanted to be a psychologist. Um, then I became sales. And I always said to people, when people are asking you, what do you like in life? I was always like, I really love people. And at some point I stopped saying it because you feel that I felt like it didn't make sense. You know, it was like, I wanted to have a proper passion and I didn't have my, you know, my passion was people, but at some point I just gave up. So I worked in sales. I worked in account management. And as I'm going through this massive transformation for myself, halfway through the, the therapy, I woke up one day and I was like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. Transformational, right? I'm go. I'm yeah. And you know, from that day, Leonie, it was a calling. I cannot say anything else. I knew I would become a hypnotherapist. I never had so much certainty in my life, not knowing anything about it. Oh, and then I went. Incredible. The rest is yeah, yeah. And how long ago was that? Uh, Two years ago. Two years ago. So when once I once I made that decision, um, I took action, as we were talking about just a, a little bit before we started the podcast. The most important thing. 
the most important thing I took action. I found an amazing school in, in Australia, the best hypnotherapy and psychotherapy school. And I, I, I went to the intro session and I was literally dribbling, so interested <laughs> about, you know, like how you learn about the human brain, the human mind and how you can change people. Uh, next day I was signing up, paying cash, didn't care. Um, eight months later, I started and long story short, I quit my job, used all my savings to basically be a full-time student I Amazing. killed my studies and I straight um, created my company and became a hypnotherapist. And That's what I it takes, no right? Yeah. You get that idea in your head and you just work towards it. That is incredible. Now, apart from the obvious of what a hypnotherapist does, from a scientific perspective, can you describe what is happening? What's interesting is... So as a psychotherapist, I understand and I help my client to understand how they do their problems because every problem starts somewhere. And all humans, how we create problem is we have what we call cognitive distortions, cognitive behaviors. Um, some people, and that can be from our ability to learn, our family, or education, the way we see the world, um, the way we understand the world. Some people are more optimistic. Some people are more pessimistic. And usually, so everything starts with the cognitive behaviors. It's how we see and perceive the world based upon our beliefs and knowing that a belief by definition is not true. Otherwise, it's a fact. <laughs> That's a, a big thing to grasp, it's isn't a, it? it? It's, a, it's quite... Yeah, because we believe that our beliefs are true. They're not. They're not real. Our parents, like from zero to seven years old, it's what we call the imprint period. So we, we basically sponge everything from our parents. And our parents, what, what they do is they have their belief. And they give, they give us their belief. <laughs> Thanks for that. You know? Yeah. And we're like, uh, okay, that's your belief. So yes. that, that, if, if that's what you believe is true, then it might be true. And we grew up with that. Uh, and of course. Without realizing said, that's what it is. the truth. It's a lot. Um, and, and we grow up with that. And then we start seeing the world in different ways. So from our behaviors, we create our values. Let's say if we are pessimistic. Our values are going to be security, comfort, safety. From our values, then, we create some beliefs. If we like to be safe, we are going to be better be safe than sorry. That's a belief we have, right? From our beliefs, then, go our behaviors. Then we start acting. Better be safe than sorry. I'm, I'm, just gonna, I'm not going to do it. Better be safe than sorry. I'm going to stay where I am. From our behaviors, then our world starts changing, our reality change because we're just going to notice what we believe is true with our confirmation bias. Oh, I love that you just said that. What we believe to think is true. That is, a, is so ingrained and attached, as you said, to our identity. 
Absolutely. And this is why it is so difficult for people to understand the whole concept because we're literally asking them to suspend their current belief, which is attached to their identity. It's asking them to shed what they think and know about who they are. This is why I think it's so difficult because when you have believed something your whole life, and this has actually happened to me a couple of times where I realized it wasn't the truth. It was like this big thing just came crashing down that opened up this whole other world. Yes. And it was a lot. Exactly. It was a lot to get my head around. Because imagine you change your belief, you change your behaviors. If we go back to the, to the charts, after the belief, that the behavior. After the behavior, there's the experience. So of course, your world is going to change because you're going to act differently in the world. And you're going to look for different things. And that's when you can get different things. And that's what we talk about when we talk about attracting, you yes. know, the law of attraction. Can you talk what a little you, bit about you, that? I don't know enough about the law of attraction, but for me, from a scientific point of view, I understand that some people like to manifest and, and it's all about the law of attraction. For me, it's more about where you look if you keep looking for something negative nothing positive is going to happen to you if however 100%. you take action and let's say to go back to the pessimist pessimistic you know like if you have your, your, your if your if your value and your belief so you go everything is, is pessimist and you you think that every single couple is unhappy okay because you couldn't find anyone blah 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 what you're going to look for miserable couples and you're going to only see miserable couples around you. So how can you attract? If you're not allowing that? yourself. You're not allowing yourself. You're not seeing. You're not seeing them. If you keep saying all men are dickheads, excuse yeah. my French. <laughs> do you really think you're going to tell your so unconscious mind? That's, that's what you're tell, telling your brain. Men are dickheads. And your brain doesn't make the difference. Your amygdala doesn't make the difference between what's real and what's imagined. That can be used. That's a superpower once you understand that. It is. Because I know a lot of people use visualization. They start to think how something is going to play out, especially like high-performance athletes. It's so fascinating. What are some of the issues that people are struggling with who come to you? Um, mainly women with low self-esteem. I'm doing quite a lot of work at the moment with women in fertility, mm -hmm. helping them getting pregnant. There's so many things you can't control when you want to have a child that for women who have, who are used to being in control of their lives, the moment they want to have a child and it doesn't happen the way they want, it can really have an impact on their lives. So I'm working Massively. with women yeah, in their fertility journey, helping them to regain control of their lives. And in general, low self-esteem, women with low self-esteem, um, running anxiety, procrastination is a big one as well. Um, procrastination is closely tied up with low self-esteem. And why? Simply because the less you do the things you said you're going to do, the less you trust yourself. The less you trust yourself, the lower the self-esteem because everything starts with action. So if you keep saying to yourself, I'm going to do this and you don't do it, over time, what do you say to yourself and to your unconscious mind? And then you're going to start looking for the bias 
again, confirmation bias. Yeah, but look, I'm doing this and this is not working. Yeah, but because you're looking for it. What you focus on, you get more of. Absolutely. It's like cementing it, isn't it? And that's why it's also quite difficult when people feel that resistance because they're hardwiring that negativity. And that's what you got to try to break. And that's what we're doing in hypnotherapy. We're going into, we're not only going to change the belief, we're going to change the cognitive behavior, the base. Mm. If I change the root, everything is going to unravel. I'm going to change the value. The value automatically is going to change the belief. It's going to change the behavior. It's going to change the experience. And just going back to the, my earlier question, what is happening during hypnotherapy? So basically we have, let's say, to make it simple, we have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. The conscious mind is the logical part of our brain. It's what we do on a daily basis. We know it's, it's how we think logically about things. Unconsciously, we think emotionally about things. It's how we've been programmed. And unconsciously, we keep repeating the same thing over and over again. For example, the way, the, when, you, when you learn to drive a car, the first time was hard. You had to be very logical about it, very conscious. You needed to understand how the, the pedal works and you know the steering wheel. And yet there was so many information. Consciously, you were very aware. As you're doing this over and over and over again, it becomes a habit. It becomes unconscious. So now when you go and drive your car, you don't even, it's just automatic. You end up somewhere and then you could literally think, how did I just get here? That's it. And it was a process to drive a car. There's a process to it. And, but unconsciously you forgot about the process. Do it enough times. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly what, what, what happens with our habits. We do things, we learn things. So we do them over and over again because it works the first time. But then over time, maybe the thing that worked once is not going to work anymore. And because we've been doing these things so much, because the brain automatically wants to be safe. Mm -hmm. So we are going to repeat the same patterns because it makes us feel safe. Even though it feels horrible. Even, and frustrating. Even though it feels horrible because now we created neural pathway in our brain. We have a map, a map A, which is our blueprint, and it's a safe map. We are not comfortable with it, but that's what we know. So mm, it's safe. I love that you said that. It's what we know. Awareness is key. When I started learning about how unaware we are, it really opened my eyes to see I do this thing with um, people when I'm working with them and I say, sit in a different place when you have dinner tonight and feel what that feels like. If you're in a family situation, sit somewhere else, don't tell any of them and just observe what happens because it's over and over again. That's a very good exercise. That's a very good exercise to do. I really like that. Yeah, I call it the dinner table experiment. <laughs> I really like it. I might, I might steal it from you. <laughs> For sure. I really like it. It's the easiest way that I can demonstrate to my clients 
how ingrained we are in in our way. Even for me, when I would do it, that was my confirmation of how we have picked up all of these things. So it was like, okay, now I can do an entire audit on my behavior throughout a day to pinpoint where I might be getting myself stuck and not progressing. What a good idea to do. What a good thing to do. It took a lot to get to... I mean, it it has taken me a lot of study, a lot of, you know, listening to psychologists, different psychologists. And, and actually, you know, I love that you said before about the action because, and, you know, going back to the car analogy, we can read all day and think we know how to drive. And then there's the actual doing part. You can do hours and hours and hours of study with a book anything like that. And then once you get into the car, nothing will prepare you more than actually taking those steps. And this is what happens with people I see over and over and over again, and they're so frustrated. And it's also a trick. It's our brain, as you say, keeping us safe. We have this trick. It just knows everything. And it really doesn't. I mean, it has extraordinary abilities. It's keeping us alive. It has a the most important job. But at the same time, we can't allow it to be in the driver's seat, pun intended. (laughs) Just being aware of that completely changes everything. Once you realize, maybe I'm not right about so many things and really listen to the point where you actually absorb what it is that they're saying, what are they actually communicating? Because that's another area where we get confused all the time. Words coming out of our mouth don't necessarily communicate everything, but it's a start and understanding where people are coming from based upon their experiences. We're all unique. We are all unique. And at the same time, we run the same same. patterns (laughs) and behaviors in the same way, you know, and that's the beauty of the being human. It's that everyone is very unique. We all have our own stories, you know, we have our own stories, but we run problems the same way. Why are we not taught oh, this about it. most important? I would say I would consider this to be the most important thing that we must know as a human being. Yeah. And then finances, the two top yeah. things that would change people's lives entirely. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And that's what I said to my clients, like when they come and because I'm a psychotherapist, we are really, uh, my, th- my approach is very different. It's very active. It's back and forth. We talk. They don't talk about their past. You know, I explain them how they do, the, how they do their problem because I w- really want to give them a self-awareness first. And mm-hmm. I tell them, you, did, you never get taught the tools. How mm-hmm. could you do it differently? It's okay. That's why you're here today. So Mm. I'm not only going to hypnotize you and go and change things. I want you to understand how you were running these patterns before. And so now you can understand how you can change and you're going to be able to be aware and have the tools for life, knowing that you know how to control your thoughts. You know what you can control and what you can't control. You know that you can't listen to your feelings all the time because a feeling (laughs) goes up, goes up and goes down. A feeling is not real. So sometimes it's important to listen to our feelings. Sometimes it's not. Everything is about context. And I teach you the tools, how to make better decisions, how to choose a partner, 
what's important, you know, and, and, and it's, it's, it's beautiful. Give it the tools I learned for myself, the tools that changed my life. Now I have the, the beauty of sharing them with my clients. Hey everyone. I'm excited to jump in here and let you know about my upcoming program for 2022. People say knowledge is power, but that's not entirely true. If you do nothing with that knowledge, it's worthless. If you implement it, you become unstoppable. Creating your own business takes work, commitment, dedication to getting tasks done, working through the frustrations when you realize it's more than you thought and you feel like you're always on the verge of quitting. The easy thing to do is give up, but that just perpetuates a cycle because when there is something you can't stop thinking about, something that you really want to create, you'll never be able to shake it. What we're not taught in school is how our brain actually works. It is so hardwired with our individual beliefs based on our own life experiences that it takes the utmost awareness to know what you need to do differently to achieve your goals. This is the single biggest thing that can be the deciding factor on how well you live your life. When you're starting a new business, there are stages you need to go through. Analysis, planning, testing, strategizing, taking action, in tandem with accountability and support, etc. This is what I help my clients with. In my 10-week program, I'll take you from being stuck and not knowing how to grow to getting clarity and confidence that will get you to the next level. We'll make sure your niche, target market, offer, and strategy is solid by implementing systems and a step-by-step action plan to strengthen your foundation that will allow you to grow faster than you could have imagined. You'll gain clarity and confidence with every step, not ever having to return to where you were ever again. I work with a limited number of clients at any time, and to really help you, it needs to be a mutually beneficial fit. This is for someone serious about their growth, for someone who's tired of just getting by to having a healthy business that actually makes money. If this sounds like something you're interested in, send me an email to hello at leonimilano.com. That's L-E-O-N-I-M-I-L-A-N-O.com with the word apply. And we can jump on a call to see if this works. If you can tell me one thing that you got out of this episode, I'll add an exclusive bonus. Now let's get back to the episode. I just think this is one of the most life-changing things that can ever happen. And I think why I was so excited to speak with you is there is this mystery around hypnotherapy. Mm. And why is because people don't have the awareness. They, they, they know what they know and they think that that's it. They and think it, I'm going to transform them in a chicken, you know, right. and that's more. And, you know, this comes back from those shows where they used to hypnotize people and the, the people would fall over or the people would start doing crazy things. And, of course, that's all entertainment. Again, it comes down to perception. And, what you know, what are, what are you actually listening to? What are you reading? What are you absorbing into your sphere? What kind of friends are you surrounding yourself with? Are they constantly yeah. putting you down? Do they feel inferior to you trying to create a better life, they see that as a threat. So they'll try to keep you miserable where they are rather than, because oh, you know, they're changing. Yeah, and you're right. And sorry to, to cut you because no, it no. actually really sparked my attention talking about hypnotherapy and friends and surrounding. People hypnotize you. 
being in trance is simply having a focused on absorbed attention. We get so, so programmed. That's it. So when your friends are constantly, or as you say, putting you down, unconsciously the message goes into your brain. And as soon as you start imagining what they say, you are in trance. When you are focused, and that's why marketing works so well on TV. They, they send us unconscious oh. messages and All we are focused on, on, on the TV. And they use neuro-linguistic programming. They use words yep. to send us unconscious messages. Uh, you should have it by now. Just when you think about that, that, that by now and mm -hmm. by now, mm -hmm. it's anyway, it's, it's, it's another it, Words are so powerful. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a book. I think it's called Mindless Eating the detail it goes into with what you were just saying in terms of advertising. Say, let's say for Starbucks, they have created this warm, cozy, amazing environment that feels so, you know, you just want to go there and get your coffee. And when I look at it, it's like, well, what am I putting into my body? So much sugar. And, you know, I cut it. I'll have espresso now. Every now and then I'll have a cappuccino. Why? Because I'm still, I still have this attachment to it and I yeah. still love it. You know, it's like going to the movies. For me, I cannot go to a cinema without buying all the popcorn and the drinks and, yes. and chocolate and everything else. And you know I what's feel like it's missing. It's missing, and because we've been, we are, we have been anchoring. It's all about what we do in hypnotherapy. It's all about anchoring. We we have anchored smells um, when you go to the movie. Exactly as you said, a movie at the cinema means popcorn. Popcorn. Yeah. In this book, they talked about McDonald's the language they use and the connectivity and the family and the fun and the McHappy. And we have, we are so unaware of what we are putting into our body and, in our brain. and that, that is affecting our brain. How interesting how our lives play out unconsciously. I am grateful that I had this awareness. Having the awareness is a very, very big thing. And then acting on the awareness because having the awareness is, a, mm -hmm, is yes. one thing. Knowledge, uh, uh, there's this amazing quote that I love and it says, knowledge is not power. The application of knowledge is power. Yeah, you I know, agree. Having the awareness is very good. It's, it's, that's it's actually on step. my, um, that's, in a, that's in a part of my program. I literally say that. Yeah. So we're on, the, we're on the same page there. I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So how long does a session, a hypnotherapy session last? So how, how I do it, the first session for me is very important. So the first session is 90 minutes to two hours. Why? Because oh, wow. first, it's important to create rapport with the client. People come, they have created the whole world. They have no idea about hypnotherapy. There's so much uncertainty about what they're going to do that when they arrive, so many new information. They don't know me. 
they don't know what they're going to talk about. So creating rapport in the therapy is a very important part. Then I'm going to ask them a series of questions to understand how they do the problem, what they want to work on, how long it's been this problem has been an issue for, what is it when it's not a problem? You know, we are going to look for possibilities because outside the problem, there's a not problem. But when you come for a problem, you only focus on your problem, on the problem. So I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing the, 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 the clients so I know about their resources. What are they good at? What do they like doing? And I listen to the way they talk. Because I'm an NLP master practitioner uh, and coach as well, I sometimes go into quick exercise to break patterns and behaviors very quickly. Uh, so that's pretty cool. And after the, and, and after we finish with a nice and comfortable, um, session of hypnotherapy, set the, all the subsequent sessions are roughly an hour because then I have all my material from the first session. And then I know where I'm going to go, you know, what I'm going to work on. Yeah. I really use psychotherapy in my sessions, you know, it's, it's, um, and that's, that's psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, visualizations. I mm. take people to beautiful places. After six sessions, we, we have, you can make results. a change. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The more, and that's what I say to my clients when they come with a big problem, I really recommend that they come once a week. Why? Because I'm going to send them the recording. I'm going to give them some mm. homework, little tasks to do. Because the therapy happens outside the room. Life happens outside of the room. Yes. So we do the work in the room and then they practice with cute, like funny little exercise to do outside the room. They listen to the recording and the following week, we go on to another subject. And we go and break more patterns, more behaviors. And we go and we tackle and we tackle. Every two weeks is good too. More than that, it's a bit long. Mm. It's, it's up to them because everybody has life happening, you know, some people. But the best results I see is with my clients. They come once a week or once every fortnight regularly. They do their homework. They listen to the recording. It's, Leonie, it's incredible, the changes. And, and they should do it consistently, right, successively because that's yeah. what, you know, you can't kind of do it and then yes. come back a month later because you're not going to be making those changes. And well, how do you want to change a pattern that you've been doing for uh, yes. so long in one session? Yeah. I that's think it. this kind of work is I just don't know what's more important. The fact oh. that you could literally change people, the trajectory of someone's life, Oh, it's beautiful. I, I have no, I agree with you. I have no other words. Yeah. Can, can, do you do it remotely or does it have to be in person? Like, how does that work? I do both and they both work perfectly. I'm going to go actually more and more online now. Mm -hmm. I do hypnotherapy for myself online with my mentor and it's, oh. it's fine. I do, I work with people in France. I worked with people in the UK. Um, I have people in Melbourne. I have people in Sydney. Sometimes they can't make it as soon. And it's interesting because people want to see me at first and then very quickly, sometimes they're like, oh, Sandra, can we do online? I'm like, of course, it's the same now. As long as you can listen That's to amazing. my voice, yeah. you're in the comfort on your own home, you're comfortable, you have a nice chair, no one is disturbing you. 
it's even better sometimes. It's private, yeah, you know? privately. It, that's um, that that makes it very convenient when people get to do it in the privacy of their own home. That's it. It's very convenient. That's the word. I agree. And because our brains are so hardwired with our beliefs and our behaviors, as we spoke about earlier, would you agree that hypnotherapy is the best option to help us shift our behaviors and habits? Positive. 100% positive. So I'm trying to think of what else there would be and how else do you get to that layer, to that? So you get, so CBT is good because it's cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. It's based on, you know, all the behaviors that we have. There's over 400 sorts of therapy imaging. So to, do with, to do with your subconscious mind? No. Or no, general. generally. Ther- right, right. In ge- generally. Right. So CBT works as well. However, when you integrate CBT in hypnotherapy and you tap directly in the unconscious mind, that's where the magic happens. Because in, in a few sessions, you changed. And that's my mission, to be honest, Leonie, it's that I really want the world, when you were talking about mission earlier, I really want the world to know that hypnotherapy shouldn't be the last resort because it works. It's a brief therapy and it's solution-focused, outcome-based, and it works. And, and, you know, I I think it's the programming that, like we talked about before, where they they make it gotten a bad rap in from those TV shows, but everything evolves and everything changes. It is, it is changing. What kind of people shouldn't have hypnotherapy? Everybody should have hypnotherapy. Right. There's no, there's, it's, 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 it's for everyone. Then again, it depends. Some people would be, it's about finding the best hypnotherapist for your needs. If you have pure schizophrenic, you know, if you're bipolar, it, you have to be really careful who you're going to see. It's, right, it's all, okay, it's, yes. It's, it's all about the therapist. The hypnotherapy is, is, is really, it, it's very efficient. It's about, I would say, it's about the therapist. Some people, unfortunately, some hypnotherapists, like every single industry, right, are not very professional. And you can sometimes do more damages than good if you're not a well-trained hypnotherapist. This is the thing, you know, you're dealing with people at their most vulnerable. That's not something to take lightly. It kind of shows the character of people. Again, I think that's where it comes down to making sure you have done your research. What is, what's a memorable experience that you've had with hypnotherapy that you might be able to share with us? Oh, so many. I'm going to talk about the most recent I I had. It was actually a client this week. She came to see me about a month ago. Very heavy past um, trauma. Not 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 easy. And um, running social anxiety, thinking that she doesn't have her place in the world. Um, so being very withdrawn with people, you know, thinking, overthinking, actually, not thinking, overthinking. And um, after four sessions, she's a different person. Um, she came last, she came this week, early this week. And uh, so I asked her, I was like, so what's changed? What's, what's different this week? And she was like, Sandra, I'm just so free and so open with people. And you know what, to, Leonie, to go back to what we were saying at the beginning, she said, you know, it's very strange because now that I'm very open, 
people are also open, but things are happening to me that didn't happen before. My reality is changing because her behavior has changed. So she's going to start looking for different things and her reality is changing. And it, this girl is absolutely beautiful. She really, she really, some clients really touch me and oh, her, yeah. like to see her, her progress after four sessions, she, she, it, it was a really first heavy session. And after number four, she had question in her relationship. And I asked her, I was like, so what about the relationship? Oh, no, gone. Finished. <laughs> Isn't that Absolutely. lovely? It's beautiful. Oh, it sounds, it's, it's, it's incredible. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think the work that you're doing is, it's so important, especially for women. You know, we're, we're so programmed. And once we can see the opportunities that are actually around us, everything changes. And, and, and you know, to go back to fertility, it's the same as well in fertility. Because when we are stuck in our mind thinking and putting pressure on ourselves, um, um, conceiving can be really hard. And once we change our reality and we change our belief, out of a sudden we get pregnant. It's a magical thing as well. I'm not saying when biologically you can't, you can't. But right, even when right. you have IVF, let's say if you have, it, it can help the brain does so much yeah that it's so some women biologically they can conceive they have no problem with the partner the partner can conceive but it doesn't work well with hypnotherapy we can get somewhere that's really interesting it's a gift it's a gift sandra thank you so much for speaking with me today this has just been such an eye-opening conversation how can people find you so people can find me, um, they can go on my website, um, newpath-hypnotherapy.com mm-hmm. um, and they can check my Google reviews and yeah, go come on my website, have a look. Don't hesitate to contact me. Let's see how I can help. Thank you uh, so much for having me, Leonie, and, and so allowing wonderful. me to share my passion. Thank you very much. It was great. All right. I'll speak to you soon. See you later. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye. You've just finished listening to an episode of Rare Conversations. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd love for you to leave a review and share it with a friend who you think would be interested in this topic. And if you have a business question, please send it in to us. We may very well answer it in our next episode. So be sure to tag me on social media at Leonie Milano. The show notes and other information can be found on our website at www.leonimilano.com. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to having you back with us again soon.